Welcome to the first ever Finding God in Neverland podcast. Hey, babe. We can fly, we can fly, we can fly. It's so good. So good. Why? <laughs> I'm Tabitha. And I'm Scott. Um... You can't say, um. I can say whatever I want to. It's our podcast. No ums. No verbal fillers. No likes. No. What is it? What do people say for public speaking? Verbal filler. Oh. Well, what's an example of a verbal filler? Um, like, I'll let you know later. (laughs) (laughs) Anyway. Uh, we're starting this podcast pretty much because you tell me to do lots of things and I eventually try to do them. Not necessarily always when you (laughs) ask me. It's true. You do do them. Sometimes 10 years later. 10 years later. Yeah. So. Scott has a lot of good things to say and he says things that I have never heard people say, which is a lot of the reason of why I married him was because I wanted to marry someone not like anybody else, which I'm sure, I mean, doesn't everybody, nobody in the world, (laughs) nobody in the world is like, I want to marry someone who's not unique and who's just like every other person. So, I mean, I guess that's kind of cliche to say, but I had never heard the ideas that he had, and I had never heard the ways that he thought about scripture and the world around him, part of that being Disney, but most of it being... Because I'm a grown man that loves Disney. (laughs) Yeah, I had never encountered that either. (laughs) I still thought that Disney was like just for children I had no clue I had not even like an ounce of understanding of what Disney was besides like Disney movies and Disney World this far off place that I would never go to because I didn't have a lot of money (laughs) those were the only people I thought could go there but anyways, anyways, so Scott is unique, and he, as he says, I must be too because he married me, so. That's why you like the kind of stuff I say. Yes, it's all <laughs> a reflection of me. <laughs> no. Um, so that's what we're doing. So I guess we should start, we'll begin at the beginning. Oof. To quote one of my favorite movies, The Quiet Man. <laughs> so if we begin at the beginning, people always ask us how we got together. So maybe we should just start with how we got together. Oh, goodness gracious. <laughs> how did we get together? Uh, all right. There's so many backstories. That's the hard part about our story. So, but, okay. So... In 2007, I'll just start here. 
we went to the call in Nashville, Tennessee. I came via Philadelphia. Well, I came from Mississippi to Philadelphia and from Philadelphia traveled to Nashville, which is so stupid now that I think about it. I don't think I ever (laughs) realized that I came from the South to the North to go down South, but. And Scott came. From Delaware. From Delaware. We both drove in separate vehicles. To the call. With mutual friends. He was with a mutual friend of mine and I was with mutual friends of his. Yeah, yeah. So we came the call. With Lou Engel, yep. Lou. In prayer 2007. It's crazy that we met at a prayer and fasting event. Yes, 7707. <laughs> was it 24 hours? No. I think it was, yeah. And no. It was hot. <laughs> That's all I remember. Is, Maybe is it was hot. just like sunrise to sunset. I can't, I can't remember the time, but we were out on a football field. I I don't know the football team. Titans. The Titans. I sh- that's a pretty big deal. I should probably know that. They're like a big deal, right? No. <laughs> oh, I don't know if you can say that on a podcast. So we were on a football field praying. I almost said praying, praying, <laughs> worshiping, fasting, all day in the sun. Um, having. I was definitely having my life changed that day on very many levels. Um, But I was also in a season where I was so desperate to get married. And I think part of it had to do with the culture that I was living in. I went to a private Christian college and a lot of people joke that you go to those types of, like you go to a Christian college to get your MRS degree. But I think the culture really did like... I've never heard that. <laughs> yeah, it's a thing at Christian schools. I didn't like, go to Christian schools. People say the only reason you go to a Christian college is to get married. And oh, wow. that was like a lot of my culture was just like it was all about marriage. And I think whether for good or bad, I fed into it. And it that's what I was dwelling on. Like that's what I was around me. That's what I was taking in all day, every day, everywhere from everyone was... Like, just, I can't wait to be married. Or people were getting engaged constantly. I feel like people were getting engaged every day. Um, so I was desperate to get married, and I didn't feel good about that. <laughs> I felt like there was something wrong with me. So I told the Lord that I wanted help to not be so consumed. Um, and... What I feel like he asked me to do is to fast from dating, like, on any level, (laughs) like going to coffee with a guy by myself or talking on the phone to a guy. I mean, especially having a boyfriend. Texting. Like, like just any form of, like, one-on-one contact with a man that I might have interest in that wasn't like, I don't know, a family member. Yeah, at the same time, I was living in Delaware. 
going through like a second dark night of the soul. That was stinky. It's not fun. He was not Just, longing to be married. Or were you? I mean, I wanted to be in a relationship, but I kind of withdrew from the dating pool for other reasons. I realized how not good a candidate I was <laughs> for getting married. <laughs> That's so sad. Don't say that. It was Well, you very... married me, so it doesn't matter now. <laughs> it worked out for me. My right. strategy was really good. Um <laughs> I uh <laughs> your strategy was really good <laughs> of not dating anyone because you didn't think you were a good candidate for marriage. Yeah. <sighs> it worked out well. <laughs> so, yeah, I can still I still remember being on like the last date I had with somebody and I was just kind of like I shouldn't be doing this to anyone. It's <laughs> <laughs> awful. I didn't feel that well, way. Well, like I was I was hungry, but I didn't know what I was hungry for. <laughs> you know, like I yeah. knew I wanted something, but I didn't know what I wanted. <laughs> like when you go in the kitchen and you exactly. just eat all you the like, crap because you, you don't like know what you want. Open the fridge and you literally just stare at an open <laughs> fridge. But I didn't. But it's like even worse. I did not know what I wanted, so I was like, okay, I can't do this. Mm. I just shouldn't see anybody. So, and I was just kind of like done because I had lots of relationships that were just bad. Mm. So I was just kind of discouraged in the sense of like, I really thought I'm not good at this. So what am I getting at? Good at praying, fasting, (laughs) seeking the Lord, prophetic ministry. Exactly the things that. Trying to avoid college. Some little redhead girl (laughs) was dreaming of. He was good at them good at that I was a homebody <laughs> see it works people always think like yeah they have to like I hear a lot of people being like I have to get out and I have to do more or kind of like the Walter Mitty effect you know like oh I need to be adventurous I need to travel I need to do things that are worth like that are valuable that other people see as valuable meanwhile like you were just being yourself, and I was dreaming of exactly who you were so without weird. the bells and whistles, like without you, you know. I ain't got them. No. <laughs> <laughs> yes, you do. You found them. I found them. Uh, anyway, so we went to the call, and we were with... Um, I ended up seeing you because you were with my friends. Right. But part of those backstories is it's not the first time I had ever seen you. Right, and I don't even know if we can get into that in this moment. It might be good to just kind of, maybe it'll come up, I don't know. Maybe it'll come up later. So I had known her previously. Mm -hmm. Um, And I was not the same person. Very different. (laughs) Very different. I mean, in short, just I had a relationship with the Lord now, and before, when he knew me, I hadn't, even though I was a ten, even though I was you know, a pastor's kid and attending youth events. We were at the same kind of events. Um, worship gatherings and stuff. Even though I was at those, I wasn't, I didn't have a relationship with the Lord. Yeah. And now I did. So. And at that point I was too holy. Right. Too Just, holy. I mean, in this circumstance, it's kind of true. <laughs> it's like one time where you could say that and it's not really like judgmental 
It's just the truth. Wait, wait though. Tell them about New Year's Eve that I can't actually remember. <sighs> was that before? That's before Nashville. Oh, okay, okay. So there was like right one before. of our encounters. The one encounter that I had with Scott before... The New Year's Eve before I saw you. Uh, yeah, I guess so. I guess it was July. the same year. Well, yeah. I guess it was January 2007. Really? Yeah. Wow. So January 2007... No, it couldn't have been. Anyway, sometime in January, I was at a New Year's Eve service that my friends put on pretty consistently for a few years Mm -hmm. where we would worship all night into the new year. And um, Scott, like, showed up for this one briefly, (laughs) like, made an appearance and then was too cool for school and didn't stay all night. Which people like that, like, I'm always, I think people like that stick out to me. Like, why, why are you too good to stay at this thing? Like, but all your friends are here. Like, everybody, his, like, favorite people were there. So I was like, that did intrigue me. And I thought, like, huh, interesting that that strange man came, but he was too good to stay. And I didn't think he was, like, going out part, like, to a real party or anything, so... No, I wasn't. I was intrigued by that. <clears throat> but Side note, I ended up not being too good for that party yeah. as much as more backstory. Oh, okay. And why I didn't feel comfortable being there. Oh, right, right, right. So he... Uh, she interpreted it as me being too cool for school, but right. really I felt too awkward for the party. Oh, I didn't know that. I don't think I ever knew that. Yeah. Um. So... We met because of a mutual friend. All of our, we had all like the same friends within uh, the Salvation Army, which is a whole nother story. But that's, that's how we met each other in the first place. Our parents were both ministers in the Salvation Army. Um, so we met at that New Year's Eve service and I don't even under I don't even remember the conversation but somehow Scott was like probing me for like what kind of speakers I like to listen to or books I like to read or what how did we get into that conversation you were by our friends and we were just talking okay and you said you liked Heidi Baker and I mentioned Heidi Baker and he was like, oh. This is how cool I was. He was like, oh, I have I have teachings by Heidi Baker. I don't even know what you said. Not just teachings, teaching tapes. Oh. <laughs> Not even CDs. <laughs> and I don't know why I said like, oh, I want one or something. I don't remember this conversation very well. I'm sorry. I yeah. just remember me saying something to the effect of, oh, I wish I could. He was talk- maybe talking about a certain one, and I was like, oh, I wish I could listen to it. And he said he would get it to me. Yeah. And I was like, how will you get it to me? I don't even know you. I don't even live here. Like, I, did- I might not have said it like that. I don't know. I might have. I'm pretty and apparently I said, forward. I have my ways. Yes. And he said, <laughs> that's the only part I can remember is that he was like, I have my ways. Little little did we know. I would have all of his Heidi Baker cassettes. <laughs> <laughs> Just three short years later, or two years later. Yeah. That's okay. funny. So, 
I don't know how we got to that backstory. That's the oh, That's the crazy. mutual friends we were at the call with. Yeah. The so they called events. they called him or he called them or text messaged or whatever and said, yeah. "Where are you?" and we were on like, I don't know, football terms, sorry. We were on like You're on the 40-yard line. The 40-yard line and he was on like I should have known it instantly because 40 is symbolic of trials. Yeah. <laughs> and where were you? I was at the other 40. Oh, nice. The 40. There's two 40-yard li- lines. There you yeah. go. So Oh, I just understood something about football. <laughs> <laughs> There's only one 50-yard line. Yes. Because you can only get halfway. Yes. One time. Yes. <laughs> that is real life, people. Ten years. It's so real. Ten years. My, I wanted you to learn about football. And I grew up with in a home of three brothers. I was the only girl. So it makes no sense that I don't know okay, anything so about sports. Okay, so I was on sports. 140 and you were on another 40. Right, and they called each other like, where are you? I'm on the 40-yard line. I'm on the 40-yard line. Uh, no, we're at the one towards the front of the stage. Towards the stage. Oh, we're at the one further away. Blah, yeah. whatever. They came and they found us and apparently it was just a big hug fest. We were all hugging each other even though like we didn't know each other. Because yeah. we were like praying and worshiping, so everybody was super happy yeah. <laughs> and like just filled with love and joy and total peace. We had been fasting all day, so. I mean, are we allowed to say people's names? Why are we avoiding people's names? Oh, I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. I just say I love Mitch. I was so excited to see him. I was so excited to see my friend Mitch. Um, Mitchell. Yeah. Mitchell loose. <laughs> and uh, I remember looking at him and just saying, seeing you and saying, change much. Looking at me yeah. and saying to Mitch. Change much? Change much. And he said, oh yeah. Yeah, because he had known me. And his now wife, they weren't married then, but his now wife, Katie, they had known me since I was a teenager, so... Or she had known me since I was a teenager, and all the way anyway. back then. How old were you at that point? When? Two thousand seven. I don't know. I can't do math that quickly. Twenty-two. Maybe. <laughs> Twenty-one or twenty-two. <laughs> um, and then, um, and then we didn't talk or see each other. Nope. That was in July. Never saw each other. Never talked again. I remember that whole day though, just being like. I always hated that feeling of anywhere I went, my husband could be there. And then I looked back and thought, wow, one time it was right. <laughs> like, and I was thinking it big time on that day because I was with thousands, like, like a hundred thousand Christians. Like, who, yeah. how many Christians was yeah. I with? Like, there was that wedding dress thing. Oh, yeah. Where, like, hundreds of women were wearing wedding dresses. Yeah, people got married <laughs> at the call. I didn't realize that. I wasn't there for that part. Yeah, there were wedding ceremonies. There were, like, multiple ceremonies at once. Like, somebody just married, like, 20 people. It might have even been more, but multiple couples got married at the same time at the call. And they all just, like, said their vows together. So, yeah, like, That's I was thinking crazy. about it a lot and, to like, <laughs> really struggling. I remember... Like at one point when I was probably dehydrated because I was dancing like wildly in worship in the hot sun in July in Tennessee and not eating or drinking, not eating anything and not drinking enough. 
I finally like felt sick and I went out to the bathrooms and my friend came with me and she's like can I just buy you some food (laughs) I was like no I'm fasting I have to fast and she's like I just really think the Lord will be okay with it (laughs) if you eat something Lou Engel was totally like please drink drink yeah you have to drink nobody nobody was like he's like professional fasting person right saying please drink something and people weren't drinking something yeah well i was drinking but not enough because the water (laughs) was expensive seriously it was like five bucks for a bottle of water and to keep filling it up you had to walk all we were on the football field so we had to walk all the way up the stairs and like you didn't pray hard enough because i had somebody buying me fresh bottles of water i know i remember you saying that i love I, i can't remember what their names were god bless those people Seriously, wherever they are, because they bought me like a hundred dollars worth oh of gosh. water. So I wasn't feeling good, and my friend Katie was like, "Let me buy you food." She bought—I mean, it was all like stadium food, so she bought me like <laughs> French fries or a hot dog or something. And I was sitting on the floor, like in the, uh, the hallway of the stadium, like by the food stuff, like on the floor up against the brick wall. That's how like. It was bad. I was not in a good state at that point. And I was just like, I can't believe. Like, I was, like, crying to her. One, because I didn't feel well and I was probably dehydrated. Two, because I was so overwhelmed with, like, marriage and had already, like, declared that I was going to fast from dating. And I was just like, I just want to be married so bad. And it's so hard to come to things like this because I'm just thinking my husband could, like, be around any corner. And then I want to focus on the Lord. And, like, I can't because I'm so distracted. I mean, I laugh about it now, but it was very real then. <laughs> like, it was really, like, gut-wrenching then how, like, badly I wanted to meet. It is My crazy husband. how time changes how you perceive things. Yeah. Now I'm just like, wow, seriously. Yeah. Like, I yeah. was so young. There is no need yeah. to to get married. Well, I think it's because we've gone through such harder things now. But that was very real right. back then. But also because we're married now. Like, mm. <laughs> back then, it was like, this day is never going to come. And now we've been married almost 10 years. So. Now, now you have me. And forever. And now, yeah. like, you know... I'll be married to you longer than I would have been not married to you. Yeah. Right? How do you When does that happen? How do I explain that? Married, when did we get married? <laughs> well, but I got Remember married. We got married when I was 23, so when we have been married 24 years, I guess we will have been married. Yeah. So when longer than yeah. I don't know. Did I do that? <laughs> Anyways, that's all. That's such a tangent. So yeah. We met. We didn't talk again until October, no. maybe. Was it November? I don't know. It might have been October. Until the fall of that year. Yeah. When Scott got on Facebook one fine fall day. For the day. first time ever. No. Um, I still am not a Facebook person, even though yeah. I try. Yeah. But um, so that really was a miracle. I just remember <clears throat> being in my, my um, sharing apartment with two of my closest friends and my dark night of the soul kind of unhappy with all things um feeling it very ecclesiastic like just everything is in vain kind of mindset 
and just praying and saying, God, I need a new season. God, I need a new season. And then I can still remember, like, <laughs> face down on the floor, prayer shawl over my head, Bible on one side, <laughs> notebook and pencil on the other side, waiting to hear So him. ready. I was so ready and praying and being like, what is my new season? What should my new season be? What do I need? I need a new season. And then, seriously, after like maybe 15 minutes of praying, I, I hear, I encourage Tabitha Gray. And I was like, okay, I'll encourage her after I'm done. After I'm done praying. <laughs> I'm busy. <laughs> he knew I was busy. <laughs> <laughs> and being like, okay, good. I want my new season, though. I was like, because I had made one of those things where I'm like, I am not leaving this room. Yeah. Until I break through into yeah. my new season. Well, one, who expects to be done in 15 minutes? <laughs> <laughs> Everybody. So, I was like, I was like, I might still be here tomorrow. <laughs> <laughs> I was was ready. They even had like water and snacks. I was like, <laughs> going to stay in my room, call out of work so I'm sitting there, encouraged Tabitha Gray. And I, I can remember thinking, like, why would I do that? Mm. <laughs> as a person studying prophetic ministry, which is known as a gift of encouragement in many ways, why was I shocked that he asked me to encourage <laughs> But I was like, I think because I was like so done. Like, I didn't want to do anything. So I just realized God kind of like, awoken a lot of things by asking me to encourage you because I had pretty much stopped doing mm. any kind of prophetic ministry and mm-hmm. that's the thing that made me so happy mm-hmm. so I was like done so I remember thinking I have no idea how to contact this girl um, I don't talk to her it's not like we're friends mm-hmm. why do you want me to encourage her which again I never like the Lord told me to do crazy things all the time right this wasn't like yeah <laughs> the craziest yeah. And meanwhile, like, it's like, I would, what? Yeah. Like, it's impossible. Lord, I had times where the Lord would like tell me to drive to stores to go have encounters with people and give them prophetic words. People I didn't know in stores I'd never been to. But he's telling me somebody who I do know. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Maybe it's hard to do. It's hard to do simple things. Mm-hmm. It's like Mark, Mike Carter always says that he wants me to have a sign that says, um, what does he say? Um, I do hard things easy. <laughs> it's <laughs> probably not it, but something like that. Yeah. I'm going to have to ask him. He said he was going to make me a sign. I should make him stick to it. But it was too easy for me to want to do, I guess. But so I, I had no idea to contact you, and we were not friends mm-hmm. in any way. And then I remember the word giving me like being pushing go encourage you go encourage you go encourage mm-hmm. you and like I didn't want to leave the room until I had won my season mm-hmm. and then so I said I don't even know how to contact her and um, I can't believe the Lord doesn't get more mad at me for how I talk to him sometimes mm-hmm. I was so frustrated because he thinks the enemy we're s- how does he view us <laughs> I don't think <laughs> I, think his, I think he does his view of us I almost think because of his divine view of us how could he ever like get like that like 
that would be mad at an ant, you know, like being angry. Why are you carrying that that way? Like, it's foolish. So I remember I couldn't contact you and he showed me a vision of you leaving a message on a friend's Facebook page. Mm -hmm. And the crazy thing is I did not know how Facebook worked, even though I had a Facebook account because I never went on it. I didn't know that you could click on somebody's name and see their profile, but the mm -hmm. Lord showed me all of it. He showed me clicking on your name on that comment where I could leave you a message. Mm -hmm. And it wasn't until I went to your, I think it was on your Facebook that you had posted something mm -hmm. about... Habakkuk. 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 I say Habakkuk. I mean, people can say whatever they want to. It's a dead language. Habakkuk. Well, Habba. It's probably language. just sound. <laughs> it's probably just sound. Habakkuk. I would love to hear you in a Hebrew class. <laughs> Habakkuk. <laughs> Anyways. This is what happens when we start to try to study things. Show focus on like Habakkuk. That's pretty good. Like, did we read it? What? So you, that section, I, can't, I wish I could remember what verse it was. Habakkuk 3. Habakkuk 3. It's the though and the yet. I just, you're going to find it right now. Yeah. So she left this verse. Because I had just discovered it. From Habakkuk. And I was like, Which, what? There are a lot of similarities Except with I Lamentations 3. Except I discovered it in the Amplified three. Bible. So the Amplified. It's not going to be the same. I feel like when you, when you get spirit-filled, the Amplified... <laughs> you need to read the Amplified It's the Bible. Bible. It's the Bible. I feel like when you discover worship, it used to be the message, but now it's the Passion Translation. <laughs> oh, those like if you have a worshiper's heart i'm gonna do a whole maybe we'll do a whole podcast sometime on what translation you should read for what gifting <laughs> <laughs> that'd be awesome actually <laughs> esv is for like um serious seminary students, students. <laughs> seminary students yes reformed seminary students well i only say that because i went to a reformed college and yeah. everybody was like esb and it was southern so they were like the esb and that's what i'm reading out of anyway habakkuk 3 17 though the fig tree should not blossom nor fruit beyond the vines the produce of the olive fail and the fields yield no food the flock be cut off from the fold, and there be no herd in the stalls. Yet I will rejoice in the Lord. I will take joy in the God of my salvation. Yet. Dag. And all, I left a quick message about yet the and how yet. powerful yet And I was like, oh, is. this guy is saying things that people don't say. <laughs> I was at a school, a Christian college, <laughs> with lots of men that talked about Jesus. It was like at least 60% Graham Cook. <laughs> well, he was, saying, <laughs> he was saying things from other people who I had never heard. <laughs> so, so, but whatever. that, so the yet, the yet being so powerful, right? So the though and the yet, though this is happening, this is happening, yet. There's something about the person that lives the life of faith mm. that has the ability 
because of an incarnational God to say yet in those situations. So he encouraged me. And then we literally never stopped talking. I wish I could remember more, like, in more detail. Like, did a day go by? Did a week go by before we wrote again? I don't know. It was pretty fast that we started writing every single day to each other. And multiple times a day. But she only talked to me Facebook Messenger. (laughs) (laughs) And... MySpace. MySpace. <laughs> oh, yeah. We used both to talk to each other. Uh-huh. MySpace and Facebook. Eventually, we gave each other our emails, but that was like... But you remember the orange man? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Just waiting for the orange man. That said that person was online while you were talking oh, to them. Oh, would be so scary. I would be so excited that you were online. I didn't know why. <laughs> we didn't see each other. Right. You were in Mississippi. Mississippi. I'm in Delaware. We don't even know each other, but I'm always excited when the orange man came on. It somehow made it seem like you were in the room or something. Mm. Watching me. <laughs> <laughs> so Man. We started writing and I think that's probably a good place to stop for now. The story, our writing. Yeah, because it's so long. So long. We'll get into prayer and fasting and trying to sabotage. (laughs) And courtship, which I don't think either of us ever thought that's how we would. Like, we courted. I don't know. I never anticipated that that's how I would get into a relationship with anyone. I would just say that. I was not known as a quarter. Yeah, no, me either. <laughs> but I didn't even really know what that was. And and I think I also thought if I were ever to be in a courtship with someone, like I thought it would be a a plan. Like this mm-hmm. will be our courtship and it will last this long. Which we did, but not knowingly. Like we didn't try but it Mm. happened anyway so our whole relationship for a year no not a year for from like november to may yeah november december january february march april may seven months yeah and for seven months we only wrote letters to each other and that's how we got to know each other so more on that I guess next time let us know what you think what you want to know about what you want us to talk about any questions that you have if this is interesting if this is not interesting you can say that (laughs) I don't want to hear that (laughs) only tell me private message me if this sucks (laughs) just kidding Private message me. (laughs) Okay, let's fly out. Do we fly out? I don't know. It's going to do anything. All right. There should be an exit, though. Till next time.